I've never actually owned my own car. This is for a number of reasons. Um, first of all, it's very expensive to pay for insurance, particularly when you're trying to pay for college on your own. Also, I have enough friends and family in pretty much every area that I've been in that I don't actually need my own car. I have people that are willing to drive me to places I can get around to where I need to go. During the year that I took off between high school and college, there was one car in particular that I was allowed to use. It, was, it had been sitting around in my dad's yard for a while, and I spent the time to clean it up and to get it back into good condition. And because of this, my dad said, well, I'll pay the insurance on the car, and you can just drive it wherever you want. You have to pay for your own gas, but this will, in effect, be your car. I'm not actually giving it to you, but you can use it. This car, however, was special. It was a manual, and that wasn't a problem because one of the first things that my dad required us to learn when we started to drive was how to drive a stick shift. But the problem with this car was it had reverse, it had first, it had fourth, and it had fifth gear. There was no second or third gear on this car. And so what this meant for me as a driver is I would get into first, I would start going, get up to about 15 miles per hour, and I would need to shift. But I would have to shift into fourth, and then I would have to hold that gas pedal all the way to the ground to try to get up to a speed that was actually appropriate for fourth gear. And there were some interesting things that happened driving this car. One in particular sticks out in my mind. Um, my dad had sent me to the store to get something. I was helping him on a job. And as I pulled out of this store, there was a stoplight. And I was turning. The light changed. I pulled out into the intersection. I tried to shift. And the car stalled. And I sat there for the entirety of this light, trying to get this car to start, because it was not working. And the light turned red, and everyone was honking at me. Fortunately, it didn't take too much longer, and I was able to get going. But this car was a problem car. It was what you would call a lemon. But I made it work because I wanted a car, and I wanted to be able to go places on my own. We talk a lot about how life gives us lemons, and we take that to mean that you know something bad has happened in our lives, stuff hasn't worked out, Life gives us lemons. But we rarely stop to think about how that works for the author of our universe. Because where we're at today is not where God planned for humanity to be. There are a bunch of specific stories in the Bible that talk about life not going according to God's plan. And the one that we're going to be focusing on this morning is found in Genesis. It starts in Genesis chapter 25, and this story starts with a promise. You see, Isaac's wife was pregnant. And as she was pregnant, she felt like there was a small war going on in her stomach. And she was wondering why. And so... 
she asked God, why, why do I feel this inside me? And God responded in this way. Genesis 25, verse 23. The Lord said to her, Two nations are in your womb, and two peoples from within you will be separated. One people will be stronger than the other, and the older will serve the younger. So, Rebecca had been given a promise that her younger son would rule over her older son. And because of this, when her children were born, she loved Jacob more than Esau. She put all of her hopes and her dreams into Jacob's life, turning out the way that God had promised. And so when Isaac announced that he was going to be giving the birthright to Esau, Rebecca freaked out. This was not how things were supposed to go, and so she decided, I have to fix this. I have to make it so that things will work out the way I was told they were going to work out. So she called Jacob to her, and she said, look, I just heard your dad is going to give the birthright to your brother. But good news, I have a plan. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to get a baby goat. We're going to make your dad his favorite meal. We're going to put the skin of the goat on your arms so that your dad will think it's your brother. And we're going to get you that birthright. So Jacob complied. He listened to what his mother said he should do. And he went in, and Isaac was not so sure it was him, but apparently Esau was indeed quite hairy because when he felt that goat's hair on his arm, he's like, oh, yes, this is definitely Esau. And he blesses Jacob. So Jacob got what he was supposed to get. But I can say with a fair amount of certainty that that was not how he was supposed to get it. Because he went about obtaining the birthright that he had been promised this way, he had to run from his older brother. He ended up in a faraway land. Before he was able to come home, his mother had passed away, so he never actually saw her again. He ended up in a bad situation with Laban, ended up with four, well, two wives, two concubines, four different women, and eventually that particular situation led to his favorite child being sold into slavery. Things didn't work out the way they were supposed to. And we know this because the Bible specifically tells us that the plans that God have, has for us are good plans. In Jeremiah 29, verse 11, it says specifically, For I know the plans I have for you, plans for good and not for evil, plans to give you a future and a hope. But we as humans mess up. And because we mess up, God ends up with a whole lot of lemons. A whole lot of bad situations that were nowhere in the design that he had for humans. 
in my own personal life, that is a very true statement, that my life, I can say with certainty, is not, has not gone exactly how God wanted it to. Because as a child, I had a parent who chose to abuse me, to abuse both me and my siblings. And things happened that are not supposed to happen to anyone, let alone to children. And as a child, I wondered why. Why is God letting this happen to me? Why is life giving me lemons? As an adult, I realize that the things that happened have equipped me in a special way. And for that reason, I actually would not go back and change the things that happened. I wouldn't go back and make it so that my situation was different because due to the things that I went through, I am uniquely equipped to reach people who are going through those same things. Because I was in a less than ideal situation, I can reach out to people who are in less than ideal situations. And the reason for this is God is making lemonade. In my life, God has taken the life choices of another person that have negatively impacted me and changed them into something that I can use to reach other people. History has not gone the way God planned. From the second Eve decided, yes, I'm going to take that fruit, everything went downhill. Nothing has gone according to God's plan. But, praise the Lord, he is great at making lemonade. He is great at taking the poor life choices of humans and turning them into something beautiful and wonderful. He is great at making all things work together for good. So, if life gives you lemons, give them to God and watch your Savior make lemonade. Let's pray. Father, I want to thank you that you are working in our lives, that even though circumstances may not be what they could be, what we want them to be, that you are able to take those circumstances, that you are able to change the outcome, to make it good. I'd like to ask that you be with each person here. Help us to be willing to give those bad situations to you, to be willing to allow you to work. And thank you in advance for the amazing work that you are going to continue to do in our lives. In your name.